and welcome back to the show. I'm Katrina, a mindset and wellbeing teacher who's here to support farmers, men and women, to thrive. That is my mission and that's what I'm here for with this podcast and every episode with the dream of really supporting everyone in rural Australia, but focusing on farmers to really thrive and live their best lives. And I guess busting some of the stereotypes out of the water around what it is to thrive and what it is to get life coaching and what it is to have mindset and meditation teaching and all of those things. And today I wanted to talk to you about uh, life coaching, I guess, and what coaching is versus what mentoring is versus what therapy is, and just have a bit of a chat about that and then share some opportunities that I've got to work with me that might be of interest to you as well. And I also wanted to let you know that I am going to be having a little break from the podcast for a few weeks while I work on season three. Um, I've got season three coming up and I'm really excited to be bringing you season three of the podcast with a bit of a rebrand, not too much of a rebrand because I've just had some beautiful branding done by my cousin Anna. So it won't be too crazily different, but maybe just a new name and a bit of a new focus. And I'm really excited about that and I want some time to kind of prepare the interviews and get organized for that. So yeah, that's what's happening. So I just wanted to share this episode with you though, to talk to you about, yeah, I guess really why to get a coach. Like why would you work with a coach? Why would you work with a mentor? Why would you work with a therapist? And sort of when you might need those different things and why I am actually really passionate and I have done a lot of work with different coaches, therapists. Um mentors, the whole works, really. I am a big believer in, I guess, having a beginner's mindset, always being curious and really always getting help. I am a very big advocate of using your networks, using help when you need to, and just like really want to bust any stigma around that right out of the water because it's so, so important to get help. I mean, it's like, We don't expect doctors to be able to do the admin work. You know, we don't expect people to be able to do everything. We don't go to a mechanic when we need to fix something in the, with the water system. You know, like there's so many different things that we need to be able to get help for. And really, mindset is just one of those things mindset, learning to meditate, learning to look after ourselves, learning to thrive, learning to take care of ourselves, learning to have a positive mindset. It's just another area of life that we, we need help and support with. And we're not taught how to do it growing up mostly. Hopefully that's changing with the, you know, this work that we're doing now and, you know, with changing it for the next generation of our kids and normalizing wellbeing practices, learning to take care of yourself. But for a lot of us, we're not taught that. And so we don't know. And so it's really important to, I think, and it has been hugely important for my mental health and for my well-being is to go and learn and understand how we take care of ourselves, how we ensure that we don't get depressed, how we, you know, learn to thrive. And of course, as you may have heard me talk about before on the podcast, as soon as I learnt all of these things that I could do, I wanted to share that with everybody because my absolute passion is, you know, really supporting other people as well. And it's It's a gift to me, like to be able to serve and to be able to help other people gives me so much joy. And I love to be able to just share everything I've learned because I really, you know, don't want anyone to be, I guess, stuck in suffering or struggle. There'll always be times of suffering and struggle, but we don't want to be stuck there. And I want everyone to know that there's a hope and a future and that they can thrive and that living life on a farm can be so, so wonderful. 
and that it's all about choice and how we view it and how we choose to thrive. I always find that, especially in the farming communities, there's so much talk about the struggle and it's, you know, um, how hard it all is and we're all battlers and we're all out there. We're so resilient. And I think, yes, that is true. And there's a different part of that conversation that needs to be happening more, which is that it's also possible to thrive. We don't have to all be suffering. Uh, there's a lot of issues and challenges with the isolation that go on on farms, with the way that we struggle with our relationships and that we have struggled to communicate and our time management and all those sorts of things. And I'm here to be able to teach you guys and show farmers that it's possible to have really good time management. We don't have to be working our butts off 24-7. You can choose to be home in time for dinner. You know, you, you can manage time well and you can still be thriving. You can still make money. You can still live a good life and spend time with your kids, which is a lot of the reason why so many of us went farming in the first place. Like you go farming for the lifestyle and then we end up working our butts off. And so I really want to, I guess, challenge that stereotype and teach people and support people to see that there is another way to do farming and to choose a balanced farming lifestyle. And of course, that's not all year round. There are really, there's going to be busy times, but it shouldn't be that all year round we're working our butts to the ground and we're stressed and we're depleted and we're not taking any care of ourselves. It's just, it just doesn't have to be that way. And I guess my mission and purpose is to show that there is another way to do it. And I think that Tim and I have been able to really find that, well, not always balance, but for the most part balance and thrive as farmers. It doesn't mean there hasn't been really tough times. And I think often we can look at people who are thriving and who are doing well and think, oh, well, it's all right for them because they had this or they had that or you know, but it's, it doesn't mean that we don't have challenges. It just means that we've learned the skills to navigate those challenges and to have that really positive mindset and to keep going and to learn. And we've learned how to look after ourselves. We take care of ourselves. We prioritize our time. We have good time management. We do all of those things that lead us to then being able to have that thriving life and to ride the ups and downs and to face the challenges and to have a really healthy relationship with good communication. And again, like it doesn't mean that we haven't had experiences of, you know, often difficult family situations sometimes, um, challenging situations that we've had to work through, relationship things with extended family, my family, but we've worked through those financial challenges. We've had all of those things and we've had, you know, uh, lots of different various challenges that we've faced, same as every farmer faces, uh, no different, but we've learned the skills and the tools and the ability to navigate those in a way that we can keep moving forward with hope and positivity and and we feel like we have uh, most of the time we have a good balance in our lives. And so I'm really passionate about showing other people how to do that because that's what I think is so, so important. And I think whatever we've been doing in rural Australia is not working in a lot of ways. There's a lot of people, the, the mental health crisis is real. Uh, the suicide rates are very high. There's a lot of really big problems that we have in the rural space and for farmers and we need to be doing it a different way. And I think the other thing is that when we keep doing it this way, when people are so stuck in the business and they're so exhausted and they're working so hard and the, you know, communication's not there, everyone's depleted, all of this stuff, then we don't actually have then the strength and the capacity to look at the bigger challenges that we face as a rural community or as a farming community. And we're so stuck in the day-to-day that it stops us being able to look at some of the really bigger, broader challenges that we need to address. So 
It's my mission and I guess my purpose to really show farmers how to thrive, show them that there is another way to have that, I guess, lifestyle business sweet spot and to be able to feel in control and like they've got their time back and like they're able to live that life that they really want to live. And all the work I do is kind of centered around that. So I wanted to share with you, I guess, one way to kind of work on that for yourself is well, first of all, it's knowing that it is up to you. Like I love that saying, if it's to be, it's up to me. And it's just so true. If you want things to change, you have to change. The definition of insanity is keeping on doing the same thing over and over and expecting things to change. And I think for many of us, we realize that the way things are going is not the way we want it to be. Uh, and so we sort of go along like that for a while. And then there comes a point where we realize that, yes, we do want to make change. And that's where coaching comes in. So I think, you know, for in terms of what a coach can offer, it's that that's that support to sort of meet you where you're at and then guide you as to how you can move forward in a positive way and give you the tools to really move forward to like have that big picture visioning, get more clarity around what it is that you want, figure out what's holding you back and then work towards it. So that is absolutely the work that I love to do is to help people kind of get out of their day to day, stop being sort of stuck in the busyness and the, you know, where they are and sort of step back and look at that broader perspective, which is the work that I love to do so much, and then get clarity around what it is, what they really want and how they really want to feel and then show them how to work towards that and support them in that. So then there's mentoring. Mentoring is more where you've done something yourself and then you teach others how to do it. Um, And so it kind of goes hand in hand and there's probably a little bit of crossover or there's a lot of crossover with mentoring and coaching really, but um, often there's a bit of confusion around what those two things are. And I think sometimes, I guess with coaching, it's more supporting people to like give them the tools, but then also kind of figure things out for themselves a bit. Like you don't want to give them the answers as much. Whereas mentoring can be like, say, business mentoring. Often it's like, well, this is what worked for me. Um, so you can try this too. So there is, I guess in the work that I do, there's a lot of crossover in that. Like sometimes it's picking when people would need to figure it out for themselves. And, and often that's with the emotional side of things and the kind of inner work. But then when it comes to more the business side of things or if you're working on something yet yeah, to do with your business or your job, sometimes there is a bit more sort of guidance, I guess. And, you know, this is what's worked for me or this is my experience and that sort of thing. And often we look to mentors who have done, you know, been down the path that we want to go down. And so we look to them and we call them to ask them for advice. Now, one thing that I will stress too is I always pay mentors. I think so often, particularly women, get asked, you know, oh, can I just have a chat with you about this or can I get some guidance from you? And it's there's there has been a bit of an expectation that you do that for free. So I would always say, please offer to pay people. If you're going to ring someone and ask them for advice, always send them a message and say, is it okay if I get an hour every time and I'm happy to pay you? Uh, and it should be assumed that we pay people for their advice like that. Often these people in these positions have worked really hard to get the skills and the knowledge that they have and their time is very precious as is everybody's but you know it's it's a it is their time which is our most valuable resource so always offer to pay a mentor as well and then coaching obviously usually has a more of a paid structure um and yeah so so that's sort of another difference i guess sometimes between a mentor and a coach but i would definitely say that the work that i do is is very much a blend of mentoring and coaching and it just sort of depends on the situation and what you need help with and where you need support. So, and then a therapist, a therapist would be more someone who, so you go to see a therapist, I guess, when you're more like in a, if you've, if you've sort of reached a point 
maybe you are depressed already or you're sort of at a real point at a, at a real crux, I guess. Like often people will go to the therapist and it doesn't, shouldn't necessarily be like this, I must say. You can go to any of these people at any time on your journey, but it does seem to be that people kind of, therapy seems to be that once we're in that problem state. And I guess that's why I feel really passionately about coaching too and, um, and even mentoring, but coaching more because it's like that, okay, let's prevent, you know, or let's, yes, we're at a point where we feel like we, we want to make a change, but we're not in that depths of despair yet, you know? But again, you can go, you can reach out to a therapist at any time. It shouldn't necessarily be, I would love it if, you know, getting therapy was just like part of your routine, monthly routine, like going to the physio or something like that. But it does seem to be more that people go and reach out for a therapist when there is a problem, you know? And so that's another reason, yeah, why I like the life coaching because it's more of that proactive, okay, yes, I want to make change and I'm ready to do it. And then I would say a mentor is more often when you're sort of in, in business, you know, or it's a career move or something like that and you want to go and speak to someone who's, yeah, walked that path before you. So that's kind of where I see the differences between sort of coaching, mentoring and therapy. And like I said, I've had all of these things at various times. Um, I've worked with many coaches, I've sought support from uh, lots of mentors and I've also had therapy at various times. And I guess for me, like the times I tapped into therapy was when it was feeling like it was like, I guess when my thoughts were really clouded or like when I felt like I was in what I would describe as like a down patch or when things were really stressful and I was like, oh, I need some extra support here. And then for the coaching, it's like, yeah, in those times when I've really wanted to make change or I've wanted to sort of grow into my business in that area or I've wanted to seek support for how I can help other people. That's another time when I really get a lot of have had coaching is like, okay, well, how do I get coaching to establish a business so that I can support other people doing this work that I want to do? So, yeah, I mean... Again, I just really want to encourage you to seek that support when you need it. Let's just, again, bust that stigma completely because it is so, so important to get support in every possible way. And I'm a huge advocate of that. And I have three spots available for coaching now if you are interested in or you think that, yeah, actually, I do want to do that. You know, it's so funny. I was talking to Meg the other day and we talked about how women particularly will when it comes to like, she's running this energy by, oh no, not energy by design. It's an energy boost. It's $27. She said, you know, but mums will spend $27 on a smoothie for their kids, but they won't spend $27 on themselves. And it's so true. And I know that that's another thing that happens when you go to look at getting coaching and you're like, oh my God, how could I possibly spend that money on myself? You know, when we compare it to other things that we spend money on and it's no problem. But when it comes to actually investing in ourselves, there is such a belief system around that. So I just, I want you to know that I've, I've been through all of that too. And I pushed through and I got the coaching and I spent the money. I've probably gone the other way, actually, is spending money on myself and learning and training and coaching. And all of that has become like an addiction. And I've had to like reel that in because I'm addicted to learning and growing. So it can go the other way, let me tell you. But if you're sitting there thinking, oh gosh, I couldn't possibly invest in myself or you've still got the stigma around coaching or any of that, I just really want to encourage you to just notice that and see it, be aware of it and then think to yourself or find the way to, if it's in you, like if you've got that burning desire to go and get that extra support, then just do it anyway. And you will always learn something, you know, and that's the thing. I've worked with different coaches. Some of them I didn't get as much out of, you know, some of them were great. Others, yeah, yes and no, like, but 
it's just, and it's the same with the therapist. It's the same with everybody. Like you'll find people that you work really well with and others not so much. And it is a bit of trial and error. And, and I always say to friends who are going to see therapists as well, like, don't just, if you go to the first one and you don't like them, don't give up. And it's the same with a life coach. So, you know, yeah, sometimes you have to try. And that's why I offer, you can do a 20 minute call with me to see if I'm the one for you because, and I don't, and I also don't want to lock you into anything um, long-term if it's not going to work for you, you know? So you can do a 20-minute call to see if I'm a good fit for you and to see if we can work together. Uh, and then you can either do pay-as-you-go or we can do an eight-week package. So, And I do eight weeks because I found that for me, like I know from my experience, three months was too long for me. So, you know, I like to do, like when I was working with a coach, so you can always extend, you know, we do eight weeks and then we can always extend. And if pay as you go is better for you, then we can do that too. Because I know that it is a big step for a lot of people investing in a coach. And so we can work on things like clarity, getting you clarity around what it is you really want, helping you sort out your time management, working on your relationships, um, working on your belief systems and the things that are holding you back from actually doing the things that you really want to do in the world. Like that is such a massive one. Our thoughts create our feelings, create our actions, and so we do a lot of work around sort of programming our thoughts to be ones that serve us or to listen to the ones that serve us rather than, you know, sort of keeping on going with these negative thought patterns that aren't serving us. So that's a lot of the work that we do in coaching. And also I teach you, of course, meditation because meditation is a super powerful tool for having awareness around those thoughts. So it's mindset and meditation and life skills for really learning how to thrive and live your best life, which is what we're all about. That's what I'm all about. It's about helping you and supporting you with that. So if that's of interest to you, I would love to hear from you. As I said, I've got spots available at the moment and I'm really happy to do uh, those 20 minute kind of introductory calls just to suss each other out. You can suss me out and see if I'm the one for you. And if not, that's fine. And if you want to work together, I would absolutely love that. So That's it from me today, guys. I'm going to be taking a little break, as I said, to work on the next season of the podcast. So there'll be a few weeks off. I've got some interviews I'm going to be doing, and I'm really excited to, I guess, really hone more in on my nation who I really want to work with and the people that I really want to serve. And I've been getting a lot more clarity over that, around that over the last few months. And it really is working with farmers, men and women to really support them to thrive. That is my absolute passion. I love farming so much and I truly believe that we can thrive as farmers. We just need to know how and we need to change the status quo in a lot of ways. We need to change the culture and we need to work on really learning how to set ourselves up with the tools to thrive so that we can find that lifestyle and business sweet spot on the farm. So thank you for listening. I will still be doing my newsletter every week. So if you're not signed up to the newsletter, get on board with that. It's a Substack newsletter. You can find the link. I'll put the link in the show notes here. You can follow me on Instagram. It's where I kind of interact a bit. And mostly on Substack now, you'll find me there. I love, that's where you'll find the longer form stuff and more of the detail and things that I'm loving and all of that. It's a, I really enjoy having that space because yeah, you know, social media is a bit of a conflict with time wasting for me. So I really loved as Substack is such a great platform to use. So yeah, go and sign up to the newsletter if you're not already so you can keep in touch over the next few weeks while I'm having this little break. And if you did enjoy the podcast, then please share it, um, tell your friends about it. Um, And if you want some coaching, please reach out. I am here to help and it is my absolute joy 
to support you on your journey. So thanks for listening and see you in a few weeks. 